0: Welcome to What Are You Sporting About podcast, a podcast about business, employment, sports, and entertainment to help educate, support, and guide you to your next level. Here's your host, attorney Savania DeBarros.
1: Hello, and welcome back to NIL Combine Speaker Interview Series. I am Samantha Rouse, the protector of athletes, and it is my pleasure to bring you guys back to yet another interview series. As you know, and I've been saying this throughout, this is the first time that NIL Combine has hosted a speaker interview series, but I think it's also important for you to get to know the speakers who have been coming on this platform. And gracing us with their time and their expertise so that you can get the best out of your NIL. Now, listen, if you have not yet booked your seat, don't keep waiting. It is time for you to take action. Make sure that you go to bit.ly forward slash NIL combine 2023. Again, that's bit.ly. Forward slash NIL come by 2023, bit.ly forward slash NIL come by 2023, so that you can be in the room with experts, your peers, coaches, everybody that is out here waiting and willing and able to support you on this journey of NIL. So today, one of our speakers is joining us, Miss Monique AJ Smith. And listen, this woman has over 30 years of experience in the sports realm, okay? She is a leadership strategist that guides athletic departments and sport organizations and individuals who wish to advance in athletics administration, sports management careers through her company, Seeds of Employment, LLC. Um, But like I said, she's also a veteran. She's not... New to this, she's definitely true to this. And she's also an adjunct fa- faculty at Hampton University, where she teaches sports management courses. She is also known for nine seasons as a host of the internationally recognized weekly podcast, A Chat in the Garden, with Monique A.J. Smith. And that spotlights women of color in athletic sports to her 2.7 thousand followers. Now, Monique, um, she has spent time in the collegiate athletics department, which includes 13 years of tenure as an athletic conference executive for the Historic Central Intercollegiate Athletic Association, so we know that as CIAA, and she's also served in various athletic administrative roles on the campuses of St. Paul's College and the University of Maryland Eastern Shore within a 10-year period. She was a member of the adjunct faculty at Old Dominion University in Norfolk, Virginia, and with the Understanding that knowledge is the key to success, Ms. Smith customizes her presentations to provide clients with leadership tools to prepare them to make informed decisions. She has dedicated her life to marketing the success of others, developing opportunities for underrepresented and influencing decision makers to embrace diversity and inclusion. Welcome. Please welcome. Ms. Monique A.J. Smith, to the NIL Combine Speaker Interview Series. It is a pleasure to have you here again. (laughs) Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Now, you are a speaker at NIL Combine 2022, and that was the first official NIL Combine event on the back of the uh, Athletes Making Moves book launch. Um, Can you give me some, like, what was your insight or takeaway from that event um, and what do you think people will get out of
2: this year's event? Well, you know, it's it's interesting because um, they, you had a lot of NIL experts. And that's what I really uh, enjoy learning the other aspects of it. And one of your guests was a speaker there, will be a speaker on my podcast this week. And who's that? Um, Gemma Settel okay james setta yep she's amazing yeah mom yes yeah and so again connecting to other women and men who were in the nil space uh was excellent and i was like oh no i always will be in attendance i love that love it um so this year we're also
1: going to be covering again we we talked about it on a panel last year around compliance issues and just kind of what um, NIL was looking like for Mm -hmm. the first official year, Um, what ADs are going through, how they're answering questions. But this year, we're going to dive a little bit deeper into compliance matters and the rules so that students and their advocates, including their athletic departments, can really understand and navigate name, image, and likeness. And you're going to be a part of that conversation. So Why do you think it's important for student athletes uh, and especially athletic directors who around this nation uh, needs to be in attendance to understand the compliance issues, the rules of their particular states, but also how to help their student athletes navigate those uh, compliance waters?
2: Well, for one thing, it's a very fine line. I mean, very thin. And so you have a lot of uh, new things coming out. Uh, that are questionable as it relates to the as you would say as a lawyer the spirit of the law and so uh, whoever created these versus those who have to execute these um, is usually some gray lines and so uh, being able to understand that and one of those is, is using it for recruiting you know you're not supposed to use it for recruiting but you know we hear the conversations of if i go to blank i get blank but that's not supposed to part of the conversation so how are uh universities um carrying out this and and what does that look like and then um you know several several universities have partnered with third parties you know how does that interact as it relates to the compliance um you know it's interesting because most parents it's not even like the kids the most parents are like they don't want to miss out on an opportunity it's like your child ain't even got there yet you know so how are they going to be able to be a product for someone that they're not even a product at the university because most of the high, uh, high schools have not even they just began to vote on it and say yes But so many of them had to be already signed with a university to even entertain that. And so uh, it's just interesting that different universities have a different spin on it. Um, Some of them use a development department um, to talk about um, uh, putting it as part of their plans with the university. You give the university a certain amount and you give the kids a certain amount. But the interesting thing is that it becomes another activity for the student athlete to carry out for the university. So, again, how does this look?
1: No, that's a great point. Actually, one, one that I recently had with an athletic director um, at one of the Power Five schools uh, last week. You know, we are seeing states or school districts, high school districts around the state start to, to really look seriously at their own rules, whether they exist or don't, and putting something in place for high school athletes. And in fact, there is a young lady who grew up in my hometown. Um, she's probably what, maybe two or three years now removed from high school, but I do recall this young lady receiving uh deals from major brands before there was an nil and we know that uh, most of the statutes here well most of the statutes for collegiate athletes do talk about only having that ability to monetize or leverage nil as a college athlete Mm -hmm. so now we're looking at okay is there is there an issue that will prevent high school athletes from being able to attend a certain college or even be eligible for sports. If they've monetized or leveraged their NIL in any Mm -hmm. way at the high school level. Um, And so, yeah, I, I totally, there's so, there's so many issues that are encapsulated within the Mm -hmm. NIL space Mm -hmm. because as, as kids, right. You most, most, you know, often children are, fearless they have their passions and they want to really see them through um so what happens if you have a student who really wants to do something with their passions that maybe they get a little shine because they are an athlete and then that prevents them from going to college so i think having these kind of conversations are so necessary <laughs> then parents need to look at okay well do we need to move states <laughs> so that my kid can be eligible Um, But what do you think is going to be the biggest issues that parents need to stay attuned with when it comes to NIL to help their student-athletes?
2: Number one is the finance. So if you make over $600, then therefore you'll be taxed. And so who is protecting your student-athlete? uh with that and still maintaining their scholarship that's the issue you need to you need to be really cautious of that because um, the federal government is the one who provides Pell grant so depending upon what level i mean division one power five is straight money but if you're talking about a division two school that has a package um, then that was going that's going to interfere with the package and um, if you don't necessarily know what I mean by package, then that means you need to talk to somebody and find your aid, and to make sure it doesn't interfere with any type of aid that you're receiving. Division three, um, they don't give athletic scholarships. Let me repeat that: Division three schools do not give athletic scholarships. Uh, many people get so excited about their kid going D three, but that's not a scholarship. That's not athletic scholarship. And so that may that will not affect your athletic scholarship because you don't receive athletic scholarship
1: that's a great distinction so i also think that's part of the conversation of you know when parents are helping their student athletes to make certain decisions uh especially when we are looking at the financial component looking at the statutory regulations looking at what your child did in high school or what they haven't done Um, That can prevent them from going to particular divisions. It's going to be so, so important. One, so you can properly support your student athlete along that journey, but to make the right decision for for the school, for your student athlete. Um, And I know that is the, one of the biggest decisions to make is what school should I go to? what school should i go to so i know this whole conversation is around nil but what would you say should be some of the biggest factors of student athletes making those decisions alongside of their parents
2: well it's interesting because most of them don't make a decision they sit and wait for an offer Hmm. and then they're all crying the blues because they didn't get the offer from who they they wanted we're not even talking about what schools have a major for Mm-hmm. I mean it's really sad. I just be real honest with you. I'm I, and um yeah, I had personal family friends who were quite upset. And then they realized that the Lord put him in right in the right place. They didn't win a, a national championship, but the team won a national championship after they left. So they put him in a real good position. Um, to be with a team, that they can say definitely can say contributed because even though he wasn't there, they still won. Got a good education and has a good job. Family man, got kids, kids on the way. So it's all about perspective, and so um, it, it depends on the family makeup. If you are a parent that could have sent your child to college without the scholarship. You have a different perspective than one that the whole family is dependent upon your child to go make it big and supply uh, the financial stability for the family. So that's the difference. But guess what? With NIL, you can actually pick the school that you want because guess what? You'll be making money now instead of trying to go to the school to go get that look for the professional that's the difference because you say i want to go when i taught school i said what you wish what what you want to do i want to make money you make money now so what we're talking about you want to wait until you get a look from a professional scout to make money you're already a brand you can make your money now and then get a degree it's like you have more control of your of your of your outlook with nil versus waiting for somebody to come to you and that's how i look at nil that you're a brand i don't believe in waiting for a brand to come to you you can actually go to your hometown create a camp with your name on it have your high school coach run the camp and then you come make an appearance and give a couple of drills and there you have it because you're the brand people want to be connected to you just go in a corner sign some um some some posters and there you have it but nobody thinks like that they're waiting for a brand to come fall into their lap another thing they keep saying i'm looking for an agent uh you don't have an agent when you in college it's not called an agent i mean i'm having to correct people at the hairdresser you know what i mean i'm going like mom that's not what we want to say okay so it's a constant lack of education because you're getting your education from social media. Pick up a book, like your book.
1: No, those are good um good points. Like the statutes around the nation give student athletes the right to have a sports agent, right to have an attorney and all these things, but it doesn't mean that you have to have them. It might be a good idea sometimes. It depends on what you're doing, right? What what is the What's the long term point or gain of what you are trying to do? Because just like you said, you NIL puts you in the driver's seat of what you want your future to look like. It does not have to be solely dependent on, you know, on sports itself. It does not have to be solely dependent on um your school either, right? NIL is pulling individuals who have individual ideas and gifts that don't look it doesn't look the same across the board Mm -hmm. so you can go out there go to some of the brands that you frequently use or just adore for whatever reason go to your mom and pop like you said go to go to your hometown um there's so many people who could be like your fan. But unless you tap into that, you'll never know. And it reminds me of something you said earlier about students not making a decision at all, right? If you don't make a decision on your school or have some kind of active input in what happens to your future, you're going to do the exact same thing with this era of NIL. There's so many athletes that did not have this opportunity.
2: I'm one of them. (laughs) I did not have NIL right but you know I, I watched a volleyball national championship so they got 64 teams as well and doing the commercials they would actually air or talk about or doing the breaks rather like a young lady had a um jewelry line that she made with stones and that was hers mm-hmm. and they actually so so they actually opened it up for the platform on a national championship, because this is what she had, and it was hers. Mm-hmm. So, whatever talent, whatever expertise you already have, you can go ahead and and uh, it's it's like us turning into entrepreneurs. I mean, I'm an educator who turns into an entrepreneur, and you know, there's some. I mean, believe that all student athletes should have a class on entrepreneurship.
1: Mm-hmm yeah, I, I definitely think um, I think that should be a, a definite option for students, period, because we may have an idea of, of how we want our lives to go, but it may not go the way that we want it to go. So having that ability to be educated, to know, OK, if I have to do this, then I'm already I at least have the introduction of what this might look like. So I'm not just thrust into a wide ocean of God help me, you know, situation um, that they could actually float and know how to get along. Um, we, I truly don't believe that. I think the schools are now trying to do the best that they can because they're, they're seeing that there are a lot of athletes who are, interested. And even if they're not, then there are people that are attached to the athletes that are like, okay, tell me more about, about this. Um, But our government officials also are recognizing, okay, there has to be more to support student athletes in this NIL. Do we want to put students into basically a shark tank to become entrepreneurs or business owners to only be taken advantage of much quicker than their professional athlete counterparts. And so we gotta do something more. Um, and I think that would start with you know, entrepreneurship and um self-improvement, management, financial management, because we we just don't want them to start off from a, a grave situation versus being able to just jumpstart their careers and their futures the way that they really, really
2: desire? Well, it really is very similar to what I do with my clients as athletic administrators. I have them look into what's the expertise, what problems have they solved at their institution. So it's not necessarily full you know put your shingle out as an entrepreneur but it is to be able to because in this day and time you must have more more than one income stream so i try to help them become speakers and so most of our student athletes will be excellent speakers and so how can you monetize that how can you package your specialized knowledge and that's what i do with my again my clients that are in the magazine significance in athletics and sports um we're in our uh six one is being in production now we got five copies in the all amazon highlighting black women in athletic administration and i can see myself expanding that to include some student athletes
1: that's a really good point really good point and great conversation um i definitely definitely encourage you guys to make it out to nil combine in 2023 every year I feel like the content gets better. Um, We wanna continuously grow and bring forth information experts who can help you to really seize every corner of NIL, but also to expand your mind on what it is, right? And in that process of, of wanting to monetize and wanting to leverage, your NIL, it's also important that you protect it. And part of that protection is understanding what are the guidelines that I have to stay within. And this is something that Monique is very knowledgeable, very knowledgeable about um, working in athletics and sports for so long. She is someone who's constantly called on to support other athletic directors um around these types of issues so you got to make it out to nil combine listen you can join in person or virtually it's really up to you obviously i would love to see you in person so we can start rebuilding some of those interpersonal uh skills and really building some relationships but here's the thing all you got to do is go to bit.ly forward slash nil by 2023 that's fit.lea forward slash nilcombine2023. Again, that's fit.lea forward slash nilcombine2023. You want to go ahead and reserve your ticket right now before prices go up. And I don't know if you guys knew this, but student athletes do attend free, but there is only a limited number. So if you want to make sure that you reserve your space before we run out of the complimentary tickets for student athletes, go ahead and reserve right now. You can go to bit.ly forward slash NIL combine 2023. Again, that's bit.ly forward slash NIL combine 2023. And we said on the last speaker interview, and this is true, okay? For the first 50 student athletes who reserve and attend all three days, you guys are going to get a complimentary legal clinic session with myself and other attorneys who are part of NIL combine, we know that having legal support is one of the most um, expensive, <laughs> expensive support options, um, and sometimes it's hard to kind of find, all right, how do I even find somebody to give me advice or support on these particular issues? So be one of the first 50 make sure you reserve you register and attend all 3 days and you're going to be invited to a free legal clinic but again i don't want you to miss out on all of the amazing information that will be provided by miss monique smith and all the other uh, experts who are coming to the table guidelines student guidelines compliance rules state statutes very important so if you've been wondering, how do I navigate this stuff? Um, I have questions about this or I'm a parent and I have no idea where to start with my student athlete or my kid is coming out of high school, but we've had some deals. How is that going to impact my student mm-hmm. moving forward into the college realm? Right. Um, how is it going to affect their eligibility, if at all? OK, so you want to bring yourself and those questions to NIL Combine so we can make sure we answer those questions for you. Do not, do not keep waiting guys. Don't press pause on registering. Go ahead right now to combine 2023 and make sure that NIL combine is in all caps so you can be taken to the right place. So Monique, is there any final or parting words that you would love to give to any viewers, parents, student athletes, um you name it coaches
2: anyone well education is really very important and you have an opportunity to be educated from a lot of areas and so therefore you definitely want to be in a place where you can ask questions i think that's key that is very very true be in a place where
1: you can ask questions um And I think sometimes, too, we don't even know what questions to ask. (laughs) So if other people are there and they're asking questions, that will help you to also start expanding your mind on certain issues and gaining clarity. But like I said to you, also building those relationships and networking with individuals who already are built into this era, into NIL, that can support you further. Uh, Monique, this is a pleasure. I'm so glad that you came back and joined me today for NIL Combine Speaker Interview Series. And I cannot wait for your session at NIL Combine 2023. Um, Last year was amazing. This year is gonna be even better. And I know that every year we're gonna keep getting better. So thank you again for your time and your expertise. I really appreciate you.
2: No problem, glad to do
1: it. All right, guys, well, that will conclude our speaker interview series today with Monique AJ Smith. If you have not heard about her before, well, make sure you go and follow her. She's on LinkedIn, Instagram, everywhere. She's on all the social media outlet channels but you can also meet her and speak with her at NIL Combine. So if you have not registered, make sure that you go and get your ticket right now at bit.ly forward slash NIL Combine 2023, bit.ly forward slash NIL Combine 2023. I'm Sabanya protector of Athletes. And until next time, guys, we'll talk to you later. Bye.
0: Bye. Thanks for joining us this week on What Are You Sporting About? podcast. Make sure to visit our website, prosportlawyer.com, where you can subscribe to the show in iTunes, Stitcher, or whatever your favorite platform is, so you'll Never miss a show. And while you're at it, if you found value in the show, we'd appreciate a rating on iTunes or iHeartRadio. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help us out too. If you like the show, you might want to check out our book. What are you sporting about? Attorney Savania DeBarros is available for private consulting at sldebarros.com. And remember, we're here to educate, support, and guide you in your journey to success. Because we're all sporting about something. Oh,